Guys, Shadow and Light here. Beautiful evening. I'm out, still in Las Vegas, still working, getting some stuff done. And uh, I just listened to a very touching and moving response from the Neocom podcast, uh, part of the Port Dust 15 movement, hashtag Port Dust 15. And um, I just got out of the car, been doing some errands, getting some stuff done on the weekend, getting ready for uh, some big projects starting on Monday. And as I was listening to the end of, of that podcast, it was very short. It was only five minutes, five and a half minutes long. Very touching. You know, uh, the Dust players have felt for years like they've been slighted by CCP. Uh, they've been kind of ignored. And, and for all means, they kind of have. I, I don't want to take that away from them. I was, I was watching FanFest live when, in 2014, they decided to announce that they're going to come up with Project Legion. And we all know that from what we can tell, I don't think there's been much official word about it, that Legion is not going to happen. The, the PC version of Dust, it wasn't a direct port, wasn't going to happen. And I want to level with the Dust players and just come out and say that unfortunately I think you guys are screwed. I don't believe CCP is going to spend any time and energy to port Dust 514 over because they put that time and energy into Project Legion and that uh, from what we can tell is just not going to happen. So really what does that mean? Well it means that the game is going to die. I mean that's my personal opinion of it. Uh, we've watched this happen with other titles before. I think there are a few issues that CCP should take ownership of but I can't put this squarely on them. I just don't think there was an appetite in the community. I think they got sold an ill bill of goods for a game from Sony, because Sony had ponied up some money to get exclusivity on the PS3, which is a poor decision. And we watched a poor launch, which was CCP's fault, per, you know, pretty much squarely on their shoulders. But then we saw a player base that started out, and forgive me, you have to look the numbers up, uh, eve-offline.net is Kriba's uh, uh, software uh, website monitoring tool that tracks the player base and I think you're gonna see dust numbers if I recall correctly I looked this up previously I think I had a post on dust 514 and it's decline a few months ago that was alongside Eve's decline and dust went from maybe a, a beginning concurrent user base of 12,000 to it's below 2,000 now and I'll link this in the show notes so we'll have exact numbers but you can't sustain a game, especially one that's built on microtransactions, with 2,000 players that are concurrent. That's my opinion. I don't know the numbers, and I don't know what CCP was hoping to make off of it, but considering they're not talking about it, they're putting out very few updates, and there isn't really a drive in the company to fix it, plus we don't have a port to PS4, any other console, or even PC on the horizon. I think the writing is on the wall here, guys. Uh, they're, they're probably keeping it open, Maybe because they have a uh, deal still with Sony for service support or they had a, some kind of contractual obligation or maybe it's just not costing them a ton of money to keep it open right now. But I don't see the time and energy being put into it to bring it to the next level or to even try to revive it. They had to cancel War of Darkness, which TCP was a very expensive project and actually probably hurt the EVE community a lot because the World of Darkness staff that they had to let go when World of Darkness wasn't apparently going to be released in time to make back the money that they needed, or the company was just hurting too much financially to continue it, we lost a lot of brain trust inside of CCP that was helping a lot with EVE. 
I don't know if that had a direct relationship with the port for Legion uh, or the, the, the new game Project Legion that was going to maybe take over from Dust514 on the PlayStation, but it certainly wasn't good, right? And, and you know, as a real world example, uh, the best I can give you, I, sp I spent a lot of time here uh, in downtown, well, uh, you know, the strip in Vegas and, you know, let me, let me show you two casinos here. Let me, uh, let me see if I can, if I can do this here. So you see, if you see over here, you're going to see Caesar's Palace, right? Caesar's Palace is that big structure right before the Cosmopolitan. It's three towers. You can see two right there, right? Caesar's Palace, big sign right there. And then you have casinos like Flamingo and Harrah's over here. And over in between those two areas, past that way, uh, I think it's past Flamingo, if I remember correctly, is another hotel called uh, Bally's. These hotels, uh, it, let me put it to you this way. Caesars owns all the hotels that are described. So if you didn't know, there's basically three hotel chains in, in Vegas that are already significant. Caesars, MGM, and the Venetian slash Palazzo. I think that I'm pretty positive on separately. Anyways, if you've ever taken any time to walk through some of these casinos, the difference in clientele and activity inside of Bally's versus Bellagio or Caesars, and Caesars, is owned, Caesars property owns Bally's, is dramatic, right? Caesars, in my opinion, looking at it just as a, as a consumer, is keeping Bally's open. But a building the size of Bally's and Flamingo, these hotels that are way past their heyday, aren't really attracting the customers that they used to attract, are expensive to close down. What are you going to do with all these buildings, right? You still, you still have the buildings. No one's really trying to buy them. They've been trying to sell Planet Highwood, which is part of Caesars property, for five years. They still can't get rid of it. So I'm of the opinion that CCP is in the same position, right? They have this boat anchor around their neck. Dust 514. It's not making any money. This is my opinion. Uh, and it's costing them money to keep open. But closing it just isn't really an option right now either. So they're kind of stuck in the mud with it. They might not have the resources and the money with Gun Jack coming out and Eve Valkyrie taking up a lot of time and development costs to really put any time into it. And they also just really can't close it down. So unfortunately for you Dust players, I just want to level with you as a, as a tenure, tenure, God, 12 plus year veteran of th this community that dust is in a lot of trouble and if i were you uh, i would unfortunately look for another first person shooter to play because i don't see dust surviving another 12 months and it saddens me to say that i i was a huge fan of the dust concept being integrated into eve online i really wanted to see that happen i was a huge fan of of any integration to link the universes together. I thought the dust uh, concept was a great idea. And unfortunately, it just, it just ain't gonna happen, guys. It just ain't gonna happen. We barely got planetary interaction to, to take off with orbital bombardments. And that was the mark and it stopped right there and we haven't seen anything else. So the promises that we had of, 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 real, of a full integration just sadly is not gonna happen. And you know, I, I don't want to be that guy. You know, there's a lot of, this is going to be for another mini episode uh, of my, my video blogs here and my podcast, but, you know, I kind of level some of this at the EVE community, the EVE media community. You know, we as 
as commentators, uh, journalists, bloggers, uh, podcasters, we have an obligation to really come out and, and tell the truth or, or call out and get questions answered. And we have a lot of us in the community who are apologists, uh, who apologize for CCP, who kind of cover everything over in a nice thin layer of, of icing and make it don't seem as bad as it actually is. And the writing's been on the wall here for a while. And I think our job in the media, which encompasses a lot of journalists versus commentators, news people versus you know, talking heads on a TV show, we have an obligation, in my opinion, if we if we're even want to consider ourselves some kind of journalist, to be honest and forthright and to ask the hard questions. And the hard question is, dust is not going to survive, yes or no? And I think the answer is certainly no. My opinion, being in business for since I was 16 years old and watching this community grow and die to an extent in the last 12 years, I don't think it's going to happen. All right, guys, uh, so that's just my little blurb on Dust 514. Uh, I, I think the outcry from the Dust community is fantastic, and I think you deserve an answer. I just don't think you're going to get one that you want to hear or if you get one at all, to be honest. All right, guys, Shadow Light, Light into the Void. Episode number six. Hope you guys are liking my little mini uh, video broadcast podcast thing going on here. Any comments, please leave them in a section. Let me know how you feel about them. And I'll talk to you guys later. See you.